You're listening to the Video Marketing Podcast, helping you go a little more viral every day. Here's your host, Matt Johnston. Welcome to the Video Marketing Podcast. I am Matt Johnston. I'm so happy that you are here with me today, just like you are every Friday, right? Because you're always here on Fridays, obviously. That's all you have planned, right? Is to listen to me on this podcast. I know, it's true, right? Right? All right, all right, anyways. Uh, I'm super stoked today because uh, I'm going to be sharing with you my omnipresence video strategy. And uh, this is not something, it's not even in my book, this strategy. I, I hint at it a little bit. And of course, you've probably, if you follow me on other platforms, you've seen a bunch of this content floating around. But uh, you haven't been able to exactly see this system. And I'm super excited about it. And I'm super excited about a little surprise that I have to tell you at the end of this podcast. So make sure that you listen to the whole thing. Uh, along with the list of super excited things that I'm sort of going down, I've got Kate here with me. So um, Kate Pinter is an amazing human being with an amazing story. You should uh, call her and ask her about it sometime. <laughs> uh, but Kate, Kate actually just joined the company Guide Social and uh, we couldn't be happier. Kate has been doing personal branding, coaching, and just generally helping, helping people with personal brands skyrocket into the stratosphere for years and years and years. And um, I don't know how I was able to persuade her to get on my team but, but for some reason, she's here, and uh, I'm, so, I'm so excited. So uh, and jo joining me for the podcast, where we're going to talk about how to skyrocket your personal brand. That's what today is all about, and there's really nobody better to talk to about Kate. So, Kate, thanks for making the time today and your busy schedule, but since I'm your boss, you, you have to do it, right? It, it works. I mean, it's a big yes. It's a big yes either way. <laughs> so uh, I, I think that the first thing that we should talk about, because, because I am going to, I do want to talk, talk about the system that I sort of have to get out all the massive amounts of video content. I have a sort of a system to put out a uh, hundred pieces of video content a month. I've got a, I've got a little bit of a YouTube video on it. We're going to go a lot deeper here on it because I'm a big believer in done is better than perfect. You need to connect with people and exactly. you need to be everywhere. It's important. That's why it's called omnipresence because you need to be everywhere to make an impact. You need that mass awareness in your niche, but there's a lot of stuff you have to do beforehand. And Kate has done like a ton of this. I mean, is there like, is there like a specific, set of things like what do most people come to you not having that they need that orientation for i think some people that are coming into that are still they're still looking to themselves to be able to generate and serve so there's just like a first conversation they have to have with themselves or you finally admit that you are not creating consistency um, in your marketing you are not showing up for what it takes to actually serve in that capacity you, you are only one person and there's no way if you're going to grow that you can continue to either change yourself change your mindset contort yourself into some kind of shape to be consistent in the relationship that your brand's going to require so almost like it's like an acceptance you know we almost need to like step one is accept the fact that you're not doing it that is hard it's overwhelming it's not working for you to try to produce it that it's that you're not doing what so that you're actually not generating in your brand, you're not building your brand, you're in survival mode trying to create content out there and it's haphazard, it's, it's against the wall. 
and you know throwing spaghetti against a wall and it's like sometimes it might be really awesome and you develop it but then you are not able to go back and, and repeat it so that's like this emotional game um, and then your brand looks really inconsistent and there's no relationship consistent relationship for people to actually see what you do and the work that you're doing so i need people to come into that space of just admitting that they can't as a as a person both serve everybody and grow their brand but why do you like what is your message with the importance of growing your brand i mean this is a conversation yeah. that i've had so many times with uh, with with businesses and some of them i mean i would say a lot of businesses don't always see the value i've even had sometimes i wouldn't say contentious conversations but i've had debates like with people telling me i don't need a brand like my business doesn't need a brand and i say yes you do and then we sort of go back and forth so so what so what is your why 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 do you need a brand like why is it important and it seems obvious to some but i think even for that it's hard to articulate how do you articulate that i don't think I, you know, I, I remember one of the things that one of my colleagues um, told me was her name is Bianca and she's like, you know, the brand will hold you. So there's this idea of like that message and that foundation that you're putting out into the world. You are communicating a brand. You want to own that. So you, you do have a brand. You have an impact. How you show up online, whether you're showing up or not showing up, that brand is existing there. But you want to aim that and steer that because you do have an impact. So it's there whether you see it or not. And we tend to hyper-focus on the direct sale mentality of like what's happening in this moment in a really reactive way instead of looking at that broader story. But you do have a story. The story is there. So in terms of like moving that brand across the channels, um, that brand, no matter what's happening in your life, if you built a really good brand and a really good presence, um, you can get sick because your brand will still be there. You can, um, you can have a baby, you can take a day off. You can, the brand frees you if you've built a consistent brand online. It's not survival anymore because people get who you are, who you serve, why you do it when you're branded well and it's, it's visible to them. But if you don't do that, then you are always the one holding the tent up. And it's in the moment and it's reactive in that space. It's exhausting. So brand building is, is really for your well-being. It's for the community. There's so many other aspects to that. Um, and it's not all about you. That, you know, otherwise you're, you're making a mark and leaving a legacy, but, but you're just one component of that. There's, the brand is also like how people are engaging with your work. Mm, yeah, I, I say it all the time when I'm talking about the stuff that the company does. That, that Jeff Bezos quote that uh, your brand is what other people say about you when you're not in the room. But I love that quote because it puts the onus on you to stop putting yourself at the center of all conversations and instead put the people you serve at the center of all these conversations. Because that'll just make you more money in general because it's what they care about, not what you care about. The brand is not what you say it is, it's what they think it is. That's what, that's the whole notion of PR. That's the whole notion of public perception because public perception creates the brand. Otherwise the brand doesn't exist without public perception, right? So you have to see it yes. for it to exist. So we think more about them and less about us, more about what they want and less about what we want. Um, and that, so that's the reason that you sort of need that brand. How much do you work with people when you coach them on making that brand unique like what are the conversations there around how you need to be different than the competition or is that not does that not factor into how, how do you think about that 
Well, for brand positioning, when people are really, you know, most people aren't very clear on, on how to even position that brand or they don't really even, they're not even aware of the competition. We might even like our egos are so involved in those first five years of business. So I, most brands start off with proving something. And so we have to move beyond that. Like I'm, I'm here and I, people like hyper-focus on the details of what it looks like and how it shows up. So that like bogs down their ability to produce content because they're so concerned with how it looks, proving I'm an excellent person, I'm credible and you know, in those capacities. And once we move out of that and we really start looking at what it is, what's your genius zone in this business? What, what is that guarantee and that value proposition? Um, not only who are you serving, like I love, um, you know, like if on your PDF, I don't know if you can, what the exact URL is on that for them in terms of the innovators, innovative CEI's guide. Um, you, you know what I mean? Like you're like, I love your, your life lifestyle map and all of those components that are in that. It's, it's such a powerful PDF. You guys should download it. If you're not, we'll definitely post it. Um, if you haven't downloaded it yet. But there's like this whole checklist even around like how well do you know who you're talking to and what is that relationship? And those are all components of that brand. And, and what, what relationship are you available for and with the people that you're serving? And that, so it really has a flavor kind of moving out into the essence of that because you cannot maintain and be at the center. And once you move out of that proving energy, I mean, we really start looking at what it is that you do what you're about, who you're doing it for in a finite capacity, suddenly um, the uniqueness in the competition is really, really clear. But if you can't articulate you know, that uniqueness and what that impact is, and you, you can't find the language for that, you really need an outside source to be able to help you mirror that. It's really hard for us to see our own brand. We need another right. conversation. We need someone to reflect that. Right, right, right. Yeah, and it's the same for me, of course. Um, I think about that all the time. Okay, so we've got that branding work. We've done that. We've 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 figured out. You know, we've started to arc, art, articulate the ways in which we're unique, and um, we have, uh, have have we started to work on like our positioning or how, how would you think about positioning? Because that's when we start to move into marketing. I mean, yes. so you have your brand, and your 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 brand is framed in the relationship of the people that you serve great um and then the next step is for for a personal brand uh is positioning and that's really where you are in the marketplace right and and how right, what your you unique value add is mm -hmm. right right so how does that play in how do you work with people there i love models you know this about me <laughs> so i have a series of exercises and worksheets that i, I take people through because it's um it's it's so profound to really actually see the market like on a piece of paper. So it's a very, it's a, it's a very logical thought process coming through, but there's people who want what you have, who are seeking it, who are ready to buy right now, but they're going to buy it from anybody. So you better stand out in that moment. You're going to need visibility in order to do that. Cause there's people who are looking for you right now and they're ready to buy. So there's that, that space of visibility. Then there's people who, who don't really know why they need what you do, but they like you because they can see you online, especially if you're doing video content. So they're like, there's something about that person. I don't know if I need it yet. So there's, that's a whole other different part of positioning. Like we want to catch them all, right? We want to move everybody into a fan base so that we can, you know, find our super fans within that. 
Um, but there has to be in that positioning, like a, a clear understanding of, of, of who those best people are, the ones that have had the greatest impact, all the way down to what, um, like where they shop, what their spending habits are, like what they're doing, what those pain points are. You have to really know that avatar completely in that space. Now, and, and in that journey, there's, there's like a very meticulous process of identifying everybody who's in that journey and so that you're speaking and increasing your brand and talking to people where they're at, whether they're ready to buy or not. Um, it's still a relationship and a conversation. Um, but, but you can't skip over the positioning. You really have to know what that one square inch is so that your words are targeting and you're speaking right to them in that capacity. You know what, Matt, you are so good at that part of it as well, I just have to say. Like that, I mean, that's, I found you online because of that. Because mm -hmm. you, you knew what to say to who you're looking for, the education that you're bringing. And I Googled and I found you. You know, you, you were able to show up. So you meet all of those. Your, your own personal brand is checking those boxes. It's really well done. Yeah, I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Um, so, so, but, but from, from like a tactical standpoint, sure. like just so that we give maximum value here, like Absolutely. if somebody is sitting there at home, they have a personal brand and they're like, okay, like, what do I do for my positioning right now? What is the action step? Is it uh, articulating in a sentence, like what your unique ad is to the marketplace? Like, what is it? What is that? Like, what can they do right now on a piece of paper? If so, right now on a piece of paper, there is like you want to look for that space of where they're leaving. Like, like what is that pain point journey of here we are. Um, so it would help. But like, let's pick a specific one, like give a case study of that. Like who's someone we're working with right now that we could use in it as a specific example, just to really help people. If you think about that for a second. So here's, let's, let me take one. Let me do a personal brand where I'm working with a coach right now. And in their finding their market position, they are looking, so they, they consider themselves all about authenticity, but so is everybody. We have Brene Brown. We have all these people who are talking about authentic leadership in that space. So how do you find your market when everybody is looking at authenticity? You have a million life coaches, $2.2 billion industry. Everybody is selling technically the same thing. So how do you find that little one square inch in that, you know, when the swamp is so full yeah, of all those wow. places? That's the yeah. key question. Exactly. So that first space, when I work with somebody to come in and find who those people are, we look in the, like, look in the background of all the case studies that you've ever done and tell me a story of the greatest impact that you've made. Tell me a story of of where you actually made a difference and let's look at that success story and start with that model. What worked for you? Were you energized in that space? And how do you spell out the impact of that? So high energy, high impact zone for that particular case study. And that's because you know what you do, but coming back in and reviewing um, what's actually working is a huge component of getting started into that space. And then you start almost like you're interviewing them. You take that lifestyle map, you start interviewing, like creating a fictitious character even of, of who this is. And I actually walk out like what's their entire day? Like where, what, what's their life like in that space? What are those pain points and those pressure points that are coming and really develop that avatar. And then I'm also looking at where in terms of my market position, like where, where does this demographic operate? 
Where are they getting their news from? Where, what social channel are they on? Where do, where do I need to have relationship with those people? Where are they looking to be educated, to communicate and in that space? Um, you know, where are they buying from? Which of those social channels coming into that? So it's really like a, um, almost like a spiral of, of like answering this data and coming into that space. Um, but it is a relationship that's, marketing is just conversation. It's just a relationship and serving and showing up is why the brand is so important um, because you've got to meet all of those people wherever they are in that, in that line of urgency. Am I not going detailed enough? <laughs> it's too no, detailed. we're good. But <laughs> my worksheets and I'm like, I'm like, you got to do page one through ten. You got to go. You got to go deep. Get detailed. I know. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Um. And and uh, I'm sure. Yeah. We should make those available somehow. But Absolutely. yeah, I think. Um. I think. Okay. That's good. That's important because first you have to know who you're serving, what their pain points are, what they care about, and what your unique value add is to them. And the more you can articulate, the better. Um, and I know I'm bad at this too. Like there's so many things that I'm always telling people, oh, you need to do this, you need to do that. And then when it comes to my actual brand, I like get lazy about it, but I do eventually do it. And it's, it's so powerful. Um, in fact, I, I write in my, um, I journal every night before I go to bed. And usually it's not business related, but it's general reflection. And I find that some of my best articulation comes then when I can just sort of like write down things in that way. And I'm sort of like, Oh, like, like that clarity starts to come. And uh, I would highly recommend just going through the process of articulation. That's all it is, um, is just going through the process of articulation. It's very powerful because it starts to solidify it for you, but also it's kind of like a brainstorm that you can have with yourself. I've noticed when you can articulate these things, because you'll start to see the holes in it when you, yeah. when you actually like write it down. Uh, so, and it's probably, it, it's honestly, I've always found it a little bit more useful to write it down with a pen or a pencil than I have like typing. Cause there's something about typing. It just, yeah. I sort of associate it with like quote unquote work and it just feels like a different activity than, than, than like useful articulation of like something that is beyond, you know, whatever. This is what happens when we get together is I just get, I, I step into all of this like Kate flowery language. I, <laughs> I don't always go. <laughs> um, okay. So, so, so now we're pretty much ready to start making content. And I think, I think, um, and again, like this doesn't have to take forever. I mean, you could have some really useful conversations and it could take a few days. I mean, we're not, it's, it's, it's not like you have to prepare forever to create content. Um, you just have to do the work to make sure that you got your stuff together, right? And so you've got it together, you know, you know exactly who you're talking to, which is like the number one thing with creating any content. Like, who am I talking to? What do they care about? How do they want to care about it? And then create that content around them, not for your own personal gain. I was on a podcast last night and I was talking about, you know, it asked me a question that always comes up, which is like, how do we know what content to make, right? And I have a whole system for that. It's in the book, but it's not really about the system. It's more about uh, understanding that you're, you're making the content for people and the things that matter in their lives. So your content should not be about you and your stuff. That's all. And it should not be through, I think what I used last night and I, I was, was this, that, that we often look at as companies, we look at content through a very narrow lens. Like if we sell cheeseburgers, we talk to our 
we talk to our uh, our audience like as if the only thing they care about is burgers and or food in general and there's so many other things in their lives so just knowing that avatar and being able to speak to them with that content is key and then for for personal brands and this gets into my system here it's really about putting yourself out there and i don't think it needs to be 100 percent out there um, you can mix in other types of, of, of video content and written content. Um, but for the most part, when you're talking about personal brands, people are buying you. And uh, I also was asked on this podcast the other night, I was asked about why video. And, and really it's because, especially with a personal brand, it's like, I'm like looking you in the eye, which is like the window to your soul. And I'm just like getting in there and that connection could not be deeper. The goal of all of this, let's step back. The goal of all of this is to create connections and relationship that will lead to community, communities that will pay you hundreds of thousands of dollars, right? So that's your business, right? That's your business model. Create community and uh, find the ROI of that on the other end, you know? And it takes a bit of trust in the process at the beginning because you have to come to terms with the fact that you're just giving value right now. I love uh, my friend, Melanie Diesel. She just came out with a book too. And she was on the podcast like four weeks ago or something. And I asked her this question because she's, she's a content marketing expert and I know she has a great answer for it. So I asked her on the podcast, I was like, what do you say when people ask you about the ROI of creating content? And she said, uh, so what she said, what's the ROI of hugging your mom? And I was like, yeah, exactly. Very well put. Because that's how it is, right? Like, you know that it matters. You know that it's important. But you don't exactly know what the deliverables are. So very often in business, we're like, ah, okay, so I know it's going to cost me $1. Am I sure that I can get 3 or 4X on that? You know, and, and those are not the right questions to be asking. Like, maybe in a broader business model, you want to make projections about that. 100% for sure, but there's so much X factor that goes into that. What is, the, what is the ROI on emotionally resonating with your audience? Very difficult to put a number on, but you know it's important. Just like Google made that Super Bowl commercial that everybody loved, which led people down this empathetic pathway to like seeing their life pass before their eyes. And it's not like people were like, I don't know, spending more money on Google ads and YouTube ads the next day or something. You know, you know, it's more about how are we from a PR aspect, I guess, like building that relationship and moving that community along in that relationship with us so that they can become super fans that just pay us over and over and over and over and over again, even when we don't ask for it. Basically, my system tactically starts with, I mean, I, I just want to be everywhere. So I, st- I always start with long form content and I look to turn that into short form content. And I'm looking for done is better than perfect stuff here. So my general system is taking a look at what we can do on the longer form uh, spaces like YouTube. So I'll start with YouTube and create longer form content there. Longer form content is a great place for YouTube, which you obviously know, but you may not know why. Not only is it because it's more like, quote, appointment watching or whatever, appointment television, but it's like appointment watching, but it's also 
really good to have longer content on YouTube for the algorithm because it favors watch time often above all other metrics. So the more that people are engaged in this content on YouTube, the better off you're going to be, the higher you'll show up in search results, the more you'll get suggested alongside related videos. So you want to be creating longer content there. So if you, if you create content on YouTube that's longer and you iterate on it over and over again, you can then turn that into lots of what I call micro content, which are these little snackable pieces of video that give people value. Not selling anything necessarily, you should sell from time to time, but not necessarily selling any, anything. We're looking to deliver value. So the way that I do it actually, is I will go out and I'll, I'll do a bunch of SEO research and I'll just think about what kinds of videos I wanna make. And once a month, I'll go out with an intern or something and uh, she'll take my gimbal that I bought, my little iPhone gimbal, and we'll shoot like eight YouTube videos at once, just in one thing. I usually bring a couple of <laughs> shirts and I'll just like swap them out during it. But I'll just, I'll take like, I'll take like four or five hours and just go, you know, and just talk. Um, these are to the camera. Uh, and I'll, but I'll use different locations. The, the last time I did it, I did it in a park and I just went to different locations in the park. One time it was on a basketball court. The other, I was having her follow me while I was walking down the path. Um, and, uh, and I'll just start with that long form content and then I'll literally just chunk it into Adobe Premiere or I'll have uh, somebody on my team, you know, sort of plan out time codes, but I, I don't wanna make this seem like it's too inaccessible. You can do this, you just put it into a timeline, I just listen to it, and I just go starting, ending, export, starting, ending, export, and I'm looking for headlines. So what's a specific angle? Because often when I do this, I'll do that thing where there's the box, the boxes, and we've got headlines on top. So um, I'll be looking for things that will play well in a headline. The system I have for that is called the seed system, specific empathetic uh well specificity empathy emotion and deliver basically when you have headlines and story angles that tease to one very specific thing that makes you feel an empathetic emotion you're going to be able to come up with a good headline and a good story angle so when you can come up with those things then you put yourself in a good position to have very shareable content so that's what i'm looking for i'm like running i mean this is second nature to me now but i'll sort of like run this system through my head as i'm listening to the video and i'm like oh yeah that little 49 second clip i can slice right out throw it on instagram facebook everywhere and so what i'm looking to do there is like for for eight eight different videos in a shoot i'll cut each one of them up into about five different pieces of content and that's 40 pieces of content right there. No, it's more because it's there's the eight YouTube long form YouTube videos. So we've got 48 pieces of content there, right? And so if I do that twice a month, I've got 100 pieces of content easily. But I actually don't. There's another part of my system there that is the uh, just the general like freaking documenting your life and turning it into content, which I love to do. Every time I get on a, con a consultation call with someone and I ask them, I'm like, are you cool with me like putting my phone next to me and recording me while I'm like talking to you? And they're like, and they're like uh, yeah, Matt, I guess that's fine. I don't, I don't get it, but I guess it's fine. I'm like, just trust me. As long as you give me the okay, we're good. And then I turn, I'll turn a 30 minute video into another seven or eight videos. Um, I've been on other podcasts before where I've said, Hey, you, are you okay? If I just like also record me from the angle on my phone while I'm doing this podcast 
And they're like, yeah, I guess. And I'll be like, great. And then I'll turn that into little pieces of content. When I'm on other podcasts with other people, I ask them for the recording so I can turn that into content. Um, every time that I'm like consulting people in the office or I have meetings, I'm like, hey, do you mind if we like roll on this? I, I won't put you in it or anything. Just It'll just be me. Uh, but just think of the authority building that you're doing. Like there's so much subconscious authority here. It's so, it's so good. Like we, I can't even tell you how many personal brand people I've talked to where we're like, we should have recorded that. You know, there's, there's, because it's Mm. the actual, the good stuff is happening in the moment of relationship and the moment of conversation. And when we're not, we don't have a plan. We don't have a system to actually capture that. Like we're just leaving it out there. So it has a much smaller impact, but every moment, if we're intentional about that can serve and multiply instead of going and trying to reproduce or effort it later when you try to remember the moment. So that, that's what I, that's what's so magical about this process. And we really do have to, to train ourselves to use this system so that we're able, like it just takes a little bit of intentionality and planning. It's so act, you know, anyone can activate this and they, they're going to need to be if they're ever going to have that kind of omnipresence. It's, um, but it's a doable. It's just, it's right, actually, yeah, I've just, I just, I got burnt. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I've just, I've, I've had so many, co I mean, we used to be in more direct advertising before we got into more of this, uh, this, this just cut strictly video content and PR space. And I used to just have personal like co coaches come to me all the time wanting to advertise and they hadn't done any of this work. And this was probably 90% yeah. of coaches that came. They would just basically be like, I haven't done anything, but you're just going to pay for the traffic. So we'll just get it. Right. And I'll be like, yeah, but like, if you're not able to, <laughs> like, if you have no brand and you have no social proof and you, and you can't even prove that you can do what you can yeah. do in a way that makes a difference or an impact, then how do you expect to win? I mean, it made it very, very difficult. Um, and so you, you really need to be doing both that positioning stuff we were talking about at the beginning and plugging into this omnipresence type system. Um, even if you do half of this, I mean, if you do 30 to 40 videos a month, I mean, you're still going to be really winning in a major yeah. way. I mean, because even that is a ton of content. So uh, it really puts you in a really good position. But I think the idea is done is better than perfect. And it's okay to just shoot yourself like anywhere. You know, I mean, you're probably going to say, oh, but Matt, those videos don't look that good. And I don't care. I do not care. It's all about the editorial. It's about the story. It's about what you say, not what, not what you look like. I mean, I have this one, there was this one podcast I did where I, I didn't have my gimbal yet or anything and it was really spur of the moment. I just sort of propped up my phone and it was like looking up my nose the whole time. It was so not flattering. I still turned it into content, like, like at least eight pieces of content because I, I don't care. It just, I don't care. Right. Like it's about what I say. I just think about so the authority building. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just like think about the authority that it is so stellar because there's this space where people get, especially with personal brands, they get so caught up in wanting it to look so perfect and so excellent. They don't get started. So you've got to break up with that. Like it, getting the content out there is the most important thing. I mean, and I'm guilty of that too. I love, I love a good logo. I love a good brand. I love a produced video and there's a place for that, but there's also this place of just showing up. You've got to show up for people um, if you're really in, are you all in for the work that you're doing? Then you need to be willing to be visible in that space. And you can do the mindset work. You can do the stuff that helps you feel more confident. 
Um, Cause it can sort of feel like you're in the grocery store without your shirt on when you're getting started. That's my recurring nightmare from years ago. <laughs> like that visibility can be like really crazy for these personal brand people. Um, but after you're in that and you start practicing and getting better at showing up and delivering and, and look, no one dies. And now your brand is growing and, and people know who you are and they're learning from you. It's that's, that meets everything. And I think, Hearing you speak, I mean, how many like millions of views do you have on your videos? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, millions yeah. and millions. Like millions. Of, so that's a different perspective. That's somebody who who gets it done. You know, it's it's just a different conversation. The people who are in that small mind thinking at the beginning, I mean, they're just like thirty videos. How do I do five? So just like it's really important. I want to make sure that people are listening to um, this idea of the quantity, which has been overlooked. The quantity does matter in this world and in this game. Yeah, I've always, I mean, it's always, for, for me, it's always been about flooding the zone. That's what we used to say when I was at like Business Insider in New York Magazine, yeah. especially when there was a big story that would come out. We would say, okay, time to flood the zone. And we would just say, okay, how many different types of story angles can we do around this topic? Yeah. Um, and that would be for evergreen content too. Like, oh, something's working. And we would just iterate on it by flooding the zone. You know, like I, I don't know how many, like I got this little niche carved out for myself when I was at Business Insider of working with uh, exercise scientists because I've always been really into fitness. And so I interviewed an exercise scientist and uh, every single piece blew up, right? Like I would interview them for 45 minutes. I would turn that into about 10 pieces of content and they would all blow up because empathy, right? Because everybody cares about this stuff. Yeah. And, uh, and then I was just like, oh, well, let's interview him again. And then I interviewed a couple of like, um, like, uh, celebrity trainers and then that stuff blew up and then it just sort of, it's the same thing, right? It's just like flooding the zone on the stuff that's working. And like, it's like, it's okay to be ugly because we're all ugly 70% of the time. Yeah. So empathy, <laughs> like it's only the, it's only it's, 70 is it's probably it's probably more than that right like there's like the, the there's the there's the instagram version of us which is the version we wish people see like <laughs> yeah. baffles me still it's still well baffles me in my old age now right that people want to be the instagram version of themselves uh but then there's but then there's the there, there's this part of us that's mostly like ugly you know that, that well at least ugly from our perspective uh but it's beautiful to others because they see the ugliness in it um, so anyway, I'm getting onto my empathy train now. And I mean, there's plenty of that in the book if you want to read about that. Uh, so, but, but that's the basic system. If you want to work on this tomorrow, get that brand positioning, articulate what your unique value add is to your audience, how you can serve them in a way that is specific and unique and specific to your strengths. Then go ahead and make that content. Start with long form video content. Start up that YouTube channel. And if you have to go back to the, uh, I had Jesse Monk on a while ago. He's a, he's, he has like 450 or 500 million now, 500 million now, 500,000 YouTube subscribers. And uh, he showed us how to optimize. So I don't know what episode it is, but go back, listen to that. Start up, fire up that YouTube channel and then start producing big content for that. But you don't have to stop there. You can just micro content, slice it up and just start putting it everywhere. That's how you're truly omnipresent. It's not just like, I have a YouTube channel. It's like, oh yeah, I know this person because I see them everywhere I go. Like that's what we're creating and that's what you need to be to break through the noise now. 
And there's a whole other piece of this. And, you know, it's funny because I, I recorded a podcast episode on this and I freaking pushed stop and the whole thing didn't record. I was so upset about it. So you haven't gotten this yet, but uh, it was, it was like, yeah. I have this whole like on camera performance way that I teach and it's chapter six of my book. Um, and I have a whole thing for it. It was so Hopefully I'll get into that again soon. I'm sure that I will. I'll, I'll, I'll get the, I'll get the guts to like re-record that whole thing again soon. Uh, but that's another piece of it. Well, but at the end of the day, what I'm doing with that on-camera performance stuff is just trying to get you to be you and stop being the version of you you think you want to be. It's just Amen. breaking through the crap. That's all we're doing when I'm coaching people to be good on camera. It's like, stop pretending to do and be and just do and be. That's large, and I understand that that is not as obvious as it, as it, as it seems when I, when I say it that way, but uh, it is a really big part of the game. So that's another piece of it too, but at the end of the day, if you're just literally being brave, which is the most important thing, be brave, have courage to just press record and go and just talk and, and just you know spitball and then let the, let the good stuff come out, um, then you're going to win. You're going to win. And if you have intention and, you've, and you have, a, I just gave you the plan. So if you, have, if you have the intention and the courage, you can do this too. I mean, it really just comes down to who's going to work harder at it. Like who's, who cares more? Who's going to invest more in it? Like what, what do you want out of it? Because I'm telling you right now, you need to do it or it's not going to happen for you. So that's the, that's the system. Anything to add to that, Kate? <laughs> I'm just thinking of like, again, being all Get in. on my soapbox. I like the stuff box, like being all in for it. Are you all in for the people that you're serving? Are you all in for them? Yeah. You got to go all in. You got to go all in. And that means showing up. And also like, if you like some people have started like doing this, they have a lot of Facebook lives. Those, those can be re repurposed. There's other ways to collect. Like if, you know, some people just play down repurpose and everything, repurpose everything, um, you know, you don't have to start over. Um, you just have to keep going and do and do more of it and show up, get brave and show up. And I do think, you know, as a brand muse, which is sort of what my clients call me, it's like this, there is a, it's okay if some of this, you know, whatever your personal human experience, I just want to tune into the empathy around what it takes to get started. Like it's okay to need a little extra support as you're sort of, you know, committing, you know, to go all in for it. It's okay to need support for that. And to, but it does take a commitment. And when you commit, the provision follows. But you have to decide. You have a choice to decide to show up. And once you make that choice, um, the omnipresence game is on. I love that. I love that. That's great. That's great. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to let you know that we have a program coming up. Um, it's it's the I, I have resisted going into the world of courses and coaching and stuff for, for, for so long. And I finally decided I'm going to break into it. So uh, we have the omnipresence program and I'm so excited about this because it's group coaching where you get to work with me one-on-one -on -one in this stuff. And, and you work with Kate on the branding, you work with me on the video stuff specifically, lots of one-on-one -on -one and group coaching stuff in this. And I'm, I can just basically everything you said here, if you were daunted by any of this, you can just plug into it here in this program. Um, and I'm extremely excited about it. And we're sort of taking a big risk here because I just, I mean, I know that there's going to be a lot of, uh, I just want to serve people as much as I can. I mean, I was, I've, I've just kept it, I've just kept it in too much. Um, and uh, I want to coach you to be good on camera. 
I want to help you like be everywhere. And that's what we're going to be able to do. We're also going to be editing a lot of videos for you in this because I refuse to do just a course and it's not, it's group coaching plus done for you videos. I really wanted to do that. So there's no excuse. If you come into this, you will make a crap load of video content. We'll make sure of it because we're going to give you the resources to actually do it. Um, so I'm going to give you the URL to, to sign up for this because it's way, way, way cheaper. I don't know. It's like 30 or 40% cheaper before we launch on August 15th. So that's omni.guidesocialglobal.com slash omnipresence dash spring. And we're going to put that in the show notes. And uh, again, uh, it's, 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 it's only going to be at this reduced price for the communities that, that listen to this podcast, watch my stuff and uh, have a relationship with us already. We're not like advertising this. Uh, but from now until April 15th, uh, if you're listening to this here in, what is it now? It's almost, my, it's the end of February, 2020. Um, then you can get in on this, uh, on this right now. Um, it's, a, it's a really great opportunity. You know what I love about this too is my beef having served the personal development industry and marketing for the last, you know, eight years is there's all of this. Yes, you need mindset. Yes, you need branding. Yes, you need to get ready to get ready on some things. But what people need is, is like, they need to actually do it. You can't like the consistency doesn't just happen. It takes a commitment, but there actually, there's like, something to show for the time that you invested. It's not preparing you to just go do it all on your own and get more busy. There's actually, you're curating your content while you're in it. And so you're actually doing it, actually have the support. So it's like a guaranteed win. You end up on the other side of this with exactly what you came in for. And no program I've ever seen can guarantee that. People get stuck. I, I'm hired all the time to help support people to get through the program that they purchase because it's impossible for them to, to digest that. This is so well thought out and so designed that they're actually going to win. It, there's going to be, you know, a huge leap at the end of this, which is just unlike most of the programs that are out there that are supporting. Yeah, I can't wait. I cannot wait. If you feel like a lot of people do who talk to me about this stuff, like if people just knew about you and heard your message, they would be obsessed with you if you feel that way. I mean, I literally created this program for you. Um, okay, enough of that. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast once again. And thank you for showing up every single week. Please let me know if you need anything. Shoot me an email, Matt at GuideSocialGlobal.com uh, or shoot me a text. I should have my text number out more often. What is my text number? 610-904-8076. Seriously, if you text me, I will respond and get back to you with stuff. Um, and uh, my book is on Amazon, man. Producing Empathy. Let's do this. That's really cheap. Go get that value. <laughs> um, okay, thank you so much for, uh, for being here and for being a part of this. And uh, we will talk to you next week. Cheers.